You're listening to the On the Go with the VAO news podcast for the week ending November 6th, 2015. Hello and welcome to our weekly recap of the top headlines from this week's daily acquisition news. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Bill Olver, VAO content developer and senior news writer. Derek Curran will return next week. Our headlines this week, the Office of Management and Budget has released a cybersecurity strategy and implementation plan that identifies critical cybersecurity gaps and emerging priorities, as well as strategies to address them. The plan provides objectives and recommended actions in five areas, including protecting critical information systems and data, detecting and responding to cyber incidents, incident recovery and adopting lessons learned, recruiting and retaining highly qualified cybersecurity personnel, and efficiently and effectively acquiring new technology. OMB also released its 2016 guidance on Federal Information Security Modernization Act reporting requirements. The new guidance provides timelines and requirements for the annual FISMA reports, defines major incident to help agencies determine the appropriate reporting procedures after a breach, and updates incident response coordination activities based on lessons learned. The Office of Federal Procurement Policy and Federal Acquisition Institute have launched the 2016 Acquisition Workforce Competency Survey. The survey is open to members of the acquisition workforce and will assess both capabilities and training needs. Participants will receive one continuous learning point for completing the confidential survey, which will be available on FAI's website through December 11th. Is your agency thinking about using contests or prize challenges? GSA has a new mentorship program to help agencies create and run prize competitions. The program brings together 20 experts in public sector challenges who will provide strategy, support, and advice to agencies through every stage of a challenge from design to execution. The mentors are drawn from multiple agencies and all have planned, designed, and managed competitions and ensured they met relevant legal and policy requirements. The Department of Education has published a notice of proposed rulemaking that would amend its regulations to require all department grantees awarded direct competitive grant funds to openly license to the public all copyrightable intellectual property created with grant funds. The requirement would apply only to new copyrightable materials and copyrightable modifications made to pre-existing content using department grant funds. Comments on the proposed rule must be submitted by December 3, 2015. Education also published a final rule incorporating OMB guidance for federal grant programs into its regulations. OMB adopted that guidance in 2013, and on December 19, 2014, it published a joint interim final rule implementing that guidance for all federal award-making agencies. And over the last few months, agencies have issued their own rules adopting these guidelines into the regulations, and education is just the most current one. This rule is effective December 2nd. Last week, we noted that the Air Force had awarded Northrop Grumman the contract for its long-range strike bomber program, and now the Department of Defense just needs to figure out who's going to pay for it. Unless lawmakers establish a separate fund, the Air Force will have to find money for the program in its own budget, which could put the pinch on smaller or lower-priority programs. 
The service already has two other major modernization programs underway. It's the Joint Strike Fighter and the Aerial Refueling Tanker, two big dollar items. And not to mention it has other major programs, uh, such as Air Force One, that are overdue for upgrades. Further complicating the budget outlook, the bomber must compete for funding with the other two pillars of the nuclear triad, the Air Force's own land-based intercontinental ballistic missile replacement program and the replacement for the Navy's Ohio-class submarines. House Armed Services Sea Power and Projection Forces Subcommittee Chairman Randy Forbes says he will work to ensure the bomber is fully funded, but he does not see the need for a separate account. Some defense industry observers disagree, saying that a separate funding mechanism is necessary, and others expect the Joint Strike Fighter program to take a funding hit in favor of the bomber program. And this week, agencies received their first congressional scorecards rating their efforts to implement key provisions of the Federal Information Technology Acquisition Reform Act. The scorecard assigned letter grades on data center consolidation, portfolio stat savings, agile development, risk assessment, and the overall implementation of these initiatives. While no agency received an overall grade of A, GSA and the Department of Commerce topped the scorecard with overall grades of B. And further, several agencies received A's in specific categories, including the Departments of Commerce, Homeland Security and Justice, and the National Science Foundation, who received A's for data center consolidation. The Social Security Administration received an A for portfolio stat savings. The Department of Veteran Affairs, the Environmental Protection Agency, Nuclear Regulatory Commission, and GSA received A's for Agile Development, and the Departments of Commerce, Housing and Urban Development, and the Interior, EPA, and NRC received A's for Risk Assessment. OMB also has been evaluating agency self-assessments of their FATERA readiness. In its guidance on implementing FATERA, OMB required agencies to assess the current status of their organizations with respect to new CIO authorities and CIO integration into budgeting, governance, and acquisition processes, and to evaluate what actions were needed to bring the agency into compliance with FATERA requirements. Federal CIO Tony Scott previously said he would give most agencies grades of B or C on their self-assessments and that OMB was giving agencies feedback on their plans and opportunities to strengthen them. Now, those final plans were approved in October and should be published on agency websites by mid-November. And that's the headlines for this week. If you're a government agency subscriber to the Virtual Acquisition Office website, you can find links to this week's headlines for further reading on VAO on the same page where you downloaded this podcast. I hope you'll join us again next week. Derek Kern will be back, and we'll take a closer look at those Fatera scorecards and agency self-assessments, as well as the ACT IAC Fatera IT Management Maturity Model, which the organization hopes will help agencies fully realize the benefits of the law. Thank you for joining me today. Tune in again next Friday, November 13th, for another weekly news recap. Goodbye.